When it comes to hunting boots, how many pairs does one man need? Well, how many seasons are there? Turkey season? Deer season? Duck season? Dove season? Honey, how many pairs of boots does one man need? At least one more pair. For just about everything for hunting, go to MidwayUSA.com. I'm Larry Potterfield with Midway USA. Thanks for your business. Hunting is not easy. It never has been. It takes dedication, motivation, a lot of patience, and quality gear. If you manage a food plot, put up stands, or need just one more game camera, we can help at MidwayUSA.com. We opened our doors in 1977 and continue to put customers first by offering super fast, same day shipping. For just about everything for the outdoors, go to MidwayUSA.com. Hey, I just got back from lunch. Did you finish that report yet? Uh, well, not exactly. I'm still working on it. I'm not finished just yet. Uh, I got a little sidetracked, but I will get them to you first thing this afternoon. <laughs> it is first thing this afternoon. Well, yeah, I, I understand that, but I mean, I, I am working on it. But what do you mean that the report isn't finished yet? I'm, I'm still in the process of working on it. I've just been a little distracted. T- distracted? Our meeting starts in an hour. You, no, no. What were you doing? Were you listening to another hunting podcast again? I swear, I give the staff in this office the freedom to do whatever they want to do as long as they meet a deadline. That is the first bullet underneath your job description. Pays attention to detail and deadline. And deadline. Are you even listening to me right now? Hey guys, Austin here. Before we get started with this episode, I wanted to take the time on behalf of me and Charles. We really appreciate you guys taking time out of your day and listening to the podcast. And we thank you for your continued support. This episode is right directly after the Great American Outdoor Show. We were hanging out in the hotel room. You can tell we were a little bit tired, but we wanted to get a podcast out there for you guys. This is about a week old, so I do apologize for that, but it's good content regardless. So, hope you guys enjoy it. We enjoyed recording it. We enjoyed the show. And uh, before we get into it, let's hear a word from our sponsor, Williams Archery. Archery season has sadly come and gone, but your shooting does not have to stop there thanks to Williams Archery's indoor range. They offer hands-on shooting lessons, and they run indoor shooting leagues throughout the off-season. Now is also a great time to go get the repairs done that you've been putting off all season. You can also check out their new bow lines of Hoyt, PSE, Elite, Bear, Parker, and more. The new bows are awesome. Tell them you heard about Williams Archery on the Whitetail Distraction Podcast when you give them a call at 724-667-9660. All right, we're hanging out after uh, our first Great American Outdoor Show. Yes, Sitting here are. in the hotel room at the lovely... Uh, Red Roof Inn. Red Roof Inn. Me and Charles Hedlund and Joe Hedlund. How you doing, buddy? Doing pretty good. Pretty good. It's a fun show today. It was good. I was I was actually really impressed by it, honestly. I mean, there was a lot of stuff here that I didn't even expect to see, so pretty excited. I couldn't even imagine that it was ever going to be that big and that much stuff going on at once. Oh, seriously. I didn't think going into this that everyone warned me and said how crazy it was, but you can't really fathom the size of these buildings and the amount of 
just different vendors and different things that you can see all in one day. Oh, yeah. And honestly, like, when we first got here, there were so many people in there. Like, yeah, walking around was difficult. <laughs> and we were there at 10 o'clock in the morning. It opened up at 9. Yep, yep. I just, I don't, I thought it was just them two humongous rooms. And then there was more, and then there was more, and then there was more. <laughs> and it was like, I'd been to the Arnold Classic before, and that's humongous. And this place was just, it was way bigger. Yeah, they kind of blew me out of the water. Like, I didn't know where anything was. Yeah. I was trying to look at the map, and I was getting yeah. turned around all over the place. Like, we go in a room, and I'm like, what room is this? Oh, it's this room. And then you look, and it's like, oh, no, mm-hmm. it's a fishing room. <laughs> like, Yeah. Yeah, I think I understood a little more at the end. Like, I was pretty familiar with it at the end, but even trying to get out of that place, we weren't from one end to the other, and it was like, holy crap. There's like eight different buildings, I think, I added up. And that's not... In- including like the middle sporting events area yep uh, sporting events the middle uh special oh, events yeah, area the arena the arena that kind of stuff yeah but man we came in we came in right off the bat right into the shooting sports hall and that's probably one of the biggest buildings there size wise it doesn't oh, definitely yeah it doesn't seem like it but man there was a lot of stuff in there they had a whole well think about it, they had a whole side just different trucks and stuff oh yeah like, trucks and atvs and everything you can think of that way yeah and they had all kinds of guns and they had all food vendors on the other side so we walked right in and it was just like holy crap and it hit us like how much stuff there was and then sam who's been here before he suggested you know we need to get somewhere that we really want to be at before the real crowds start moving in later on this afternoon so we kind of moved along to the archery hall yeah, which was really I could spend all day in that archery hall. Oh yeah, I mean that was a big, big part. But you know, I'm into that kind of shit. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that's we, what we're kind of here for. Mm-hmm. You know, there's plus we had a couple different vendors that of people that we wanted to meet and people we knew, and just through podcasting and listening to podcasts, we knew a lot of people or recognized a lot of people in that room, and it was really cool. Just the the show itself surprised me in a way and then we went in there we went into the archery hall right off the bat well before we went to archery hall we checked out tacticam a little bit we they had a booth in the shooting sports hall we went there checked that out a little bit because i've been interested in a tacticam we've dabbled in talking about filming hunts and i figured tacticam is probably the way to go if you're going to film a hunt you're never going to lose the kill shot if you put it right on your bow i had uh the only thing I I don't know much about that, but I had that one. Uh, it's called like something Jack or whatever the heck it was. Remember that one I had my phone with your phone, to it? yeah. But not the same at all. Mm-hmm. But I I did film one hunt, one kill, and when I shot the deer, the whole bow just shook. Yeah, then, that was your old bow though, too, right? Mm, yeah, I think it was. That was the old Fred Bear. There was a lot of hand shock in those bows. They, well, even the... No, no, actually it wasn't. It was my new oh. one. Oh, yeah, that's right, it was. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, a lot of the action cams and stuff like that have always kind of had a problem with that. That shock, no matter what, kind of just throws everything off. The newer Tacticam actually has, like, anti-vibration in it, so it stabilizes. Yeah, like a stabilizer on a video camera type feature, basically. Well, it just... Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Like, even the motion, even when you have your shot, it takes... It reduces, like... Whole whole bunch. That's the thing quality, I like yeah. about that a lot 
is it actually helps you focus on your shot because you're like worried about the film so much that you're like, don't, (laughs) don't, you know, do anything. Stay in on it. Yeah. Stay in and stay in on that. You know, I, I actually, I switched over to the new iPhone uh, a couple years ago and I threw that back on my bow. I was like, Oh, I got slow motion now. Let's see what it looks like. You remember that day? (laughs) So I was, I was setting up my phone and my phone like barely fit a bigger phone. And they're across the yard, Charles and my other brother are coming across, and I'm setting it up, making sure everything's, you know, pointing right. I pull back. I'm kind of talking to them. I shoot. I hear this loud noise, scared the shit out of me. And I'm like, what just happened? (laughs) And I'm looking all over the target. I'm like, where's my arrow at? (laughs) And then, like, I'm freaking out. My bow's like, there's some, like, like rubber pieces, like the stopper. That came off, like, it, it... it didn't destroy my bow, thank God. But and I looked down, I have three arrows sitting beside dry me. I'm like, I just bow. dry fired my bow because I was so worried about everything else. Oh no! I don't man. know how you could do that when that you possible? have a loop. Like you, your loop, you're you're putting the <laughs> release on, and there's no error there. What are you doing? <laughs> you would, you would think that it'd be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was really dumb. <laughs> but it was cool with the slow motion when I shot the arrow, and it would slow down, and you could actually see the arrow like skipping through. You know. Through the frames, yeah, it was, oh, it was yeah, awesome. <laughs> but I, I think Tacticam would be cool. I, I mean, the quality on those videos, and you know, it'd be cool for a lot of different things, not just archery hunting. But you throw one on your shotgun, and you go rabbit hunting. I mean, could you imagine how cool that footage would be? Oh, Watching dude. you down the end of the barrel, and you, you're rabbit hunting, and you're shooting at rabbits. Yeah, I've seen a lot of footage of you guys shooting ducks and geese and stuff. Yeah, like that. yeah, that's really cool. No, pretty cool, man. And they had some kind of feature where they went through your scope too, and you could watch through your scope. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that worked out, but they had one of those set up on a on a gun and a crossbow, so that was yeah, yeah, yeah it's it interesting awesome footage. But, yeah. but uh, so we went to the archery hall, and first person we met there at the Exodus booth was good old Clint Campbell. Good old Clint Campbell, shout out to that guy. Go listen to uh, Truth from the Stand podcast; pretty good. Yep, we had coffee. him on. Coffee. We had him on yeah. way back, like episode five. He came on the podcast and. You know, he was for like one of our real first real guests, mm-hmm. that, that first one that ever called in. You know? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, we had to work that out a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But Clint was awesome. We talked to him for quite a little bit. Yeah, uh, kind of picking his brain about saddle hunting. And I think that's something that our entire group's interested in. That's something Sam just bought a, a saddle. He got the Manus. Mm-hmm. So he was asking a lot of different questions about technique and that kind of thing. Um, we were picking his brain on that, kind of recapped on his deer season a little bit. Yep, talked about uh, his new coffee company, Skull yep. Brew. Yeah. Or Skull Blend. Skull Skull Brew, Skull Brew right? Skull Brew, yeah. Yep. yep, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, Go check that be, out. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked for that. Local gonna guy with a good blend. Wicked awesome. It's going to be wicked awesome. It's going to be wicked awesome. <laughs> so then we went and messed with, uh, Clint told us to go mess with good old Johnny Utah, Johnny Mulligan. <laughs> Johnny Mulligan He's over like, at the dude. Wicked Tree booth. <laughs> he said that, that Johnny Utah came up to him. He's like, we need to start showing our face on the podcast. He's like, what do you mean? He's like, I've had so many people come up to me today, and I thought they were kidding. They were like, hey, where's where's Johnny Utah at? I hear him on the Truth From The Stand podcast all the time, but I don't know who he is. <laughs> Not realizing that John Mulligan is Johnny Utah. Oh, yeah. And so he's like, go over there and ask him. So I go right up. I'm like, hey, man, uh, uh, do you know where Johnny Utah is by chance? <laughs> he and was he, so upset. You could tell he was annoyed. <laughs> he was like, 
That's <laughs> me. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just kidding, man. He couldn't we, look at you in the eyes. He was like, yeah, oh, another one. Another guy. <laughs> so we introduced him. I, I think he did actually recognize us. And yep. he took care of us. And right off the bat, he was like, man, you guys need to get hooked up with some, some wicked beast saws. And I'm like, and I even told him, I was like, you know what, dude, we loaded up on your saws this summer or this uh, Christmas. Mm-hmm. You know, Joe, you got a pool saw, a hand saw, the, the clippers, the pruners, the hand pruners. Oh, yeah. My dad sweet. ended up getting a pair of the hand saw and pruners because my mom ordered them with the hand saw or with the the extended the pull, pull saw, saw and, she and they put they them in the in. same box so she thought they didn't come in she never opened it up yeah she just had the real long pull saw box so she went and bought joey another set of the pull <laughs> yeah. saw in the pruners and right. i'm like why'd you do that like you could have just told me they didn't come in i would have got a hold of johnny mulligan and, yeah he just you know he would have set it up or just said hey check the box with the pull saw but uh so I ended up getting a pair as well for Christmas, but he hooked us up with some Wicked Bee saws. Yep. yep. Those things are mean-looking, man. They are mean-looking, man. They're sharp. Yeah. They're sharp, and yeah. you know what? I can't wait to use that thing. It's yep. gonna, I'm going to tear it up this summer. And then he gave he gave uh, Joey real good price on a couple products for his for his what saw, your pull saw. Called? Yeah, for a pull saw. The Pro Blade. The Pro Blade. It oh, has like sweet. a hook on both sides. So you can just full cut, full range cut. There's no like coming out of a cut. There's a hook on each side. Oh yeah. You can just literally go to town with them, which is really important when you're cutting a limb high up or far away. Like he said, if you don't have that, you're making real small cuts, which means you're really using a lot of energy. Yep. Where on that, you can use a full blade up and down as hard as you want. You're not going to come out of that cut. Absolutely. And what was his selling point on that for you, Joe? Yeah. What did he tell you? I think he said, I will never saw without this. Or what did he say? No, no, no. That was the <laughs> well, other thing. Oh, he, he did tell you that. One, yeah. I, he, I don't remember what he said. He, that. he said that if you don't like it for whatever oh, reason, yeah, 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 yeah. he will personally <laughs> send you your money back. He's like, and that's me, not Wicked Tree. He's yeah. like, I will send you your money back if you don't like this saw. I was like, dude, you're the he man. He looked me in the eyes, and I was just like, all right, uh, yeah, yeah, all right, like, all right just don't give put, me it, you know? Yeah, don't put me in a chokehold. <laughs> I was like, all right, you take credit cards. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You sold me like an hour ago with your biceps bulging yeah. out of your shirt. Yeah. I was going to buy it either way, but, yeah. you know, you come at me like that. Ah. <laughs> and then Sam bought uh, the, the light. Yeah, he bought the light, the little, the little lightweight pack, yeah. foldable saw. That yeah. thing is so nice, that too. That thing's cool, too, man. I can't wait to get these saws on some trees, man. I was thinking, we talked about this. I'm like, that beast is going to be perfect for early spring, like late winter action. When we're going in, we're scouting. I'm going to have that on my hip at all times, and we're going to prep trees and get ready for the season. That way, we don't have to do it then. Yeah. And then you're not using, you know... Not that it's ever going to affect you because you have that lifetime warranty with all Wicked Beast saws, but then your folding saw, you're not getting it gunked up or anything. You're not wasting, you know, life on it. Yeah, just keep it in your in your tree stand pack for when you really need it. Yeah. I was even talking to you last year, well, this year about that. I said next year we need to go in super early. Even some trails that overgrew over the years, you know, just trim them up, Bring you know, the make it a little bit better. Even some, you know... Areas that deer come through fairly often, you know, you get some trees going down, you know, it gets a little more crowded and they don't want to go through there. You want to go through the easiest, yep, 
Yeah. yeah. Kind of like the four-wheeler trail out yeah. on town. Oh, yeah. The one property that we hunt, the four-wheeler trail, just they stopped driving four-wheelers through there. It grew in so bad. Dude, just yeah. even your access trail. And you know trail, a deer's man. not going to go through there just the same no, as it would. I watched them this year, actually, because I hunted off of it, and there was very little deer sign. There always used to be tons of deer sign on that trail. It was so open, yeah. And it was, wide o- it was just a wide-open four-wheeler trail, yeah. easy access out into the field. I did hunt it, and I saw some small deer, and what they were doing is they would come out onto that trail, and then they would, like come off the trail into the woods and then back onto the trail mm-hmm. instead of just walking right down the trail because it was too thick. It was falling down trees. There's oh, yeah. all kinds of stuff. Now, you know? I know I'm going to take that beast out here in the spring and, like, even my access trail to where I like to hang some of my other sets and stuff. Yeah. I'm just going to clear it all out so I can just get in there super clean, super quiet, and not have to worry thing, about yeah. anything. You're making less noise. Yep. Yeah. It's open up for Less deer. work. I really am excited to get that pool saw yeah. even going because yeah. that thing looks badass. Yeah, that's exciting. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, that beast is pretty sweet, too. Yep. I thought you were going to cut down a tree out in the, the parking lot here. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> so Dude, we, I was thinking about uh, it. Yeah, cutting about, down some trees in the I was walking the around the whole show. I was like, yeah, I was like dude, i got to find a tree or something <laughs> so I can cut it down. <laughs> cut down that pole that dude was standing on. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Well, yeah, it was funny. It was funny because we, we ran into like a competitor saw way on the other side of the building and they had this little piece of wood in a clamp and I was like, how about you go race them cutting that saw <laughs> yeah, with your beast? Yeah. I guarantee you whooped her ass. Oh man, I should have did that in live video and just tagged Johnny Utah. He loved that. Oh, he would have loved it for <laughs> sure. But uh, then we met somebody that, I mean, in my lifetime, I never thought I'd meet it, at the XOP stand, the XOP. Oh yeah, booth. man, Cody DeQuisto. Cody DeQuisto. Yeah, that guy's awesome. He's a hot topic right now he in the is hunting a hot world. Topic. Coming out with Lone Wolf custom gear. Him and his dad. The new stands, new sticks, trail cameras, the new bow. I heard and everything. Like, oh yeah, trail cameras, new bow, all oh, kind dude, of stuff. They went all in on that. But Arrows. He was. I kind of felt bad because I I went over to his booth and I was you know really talking to him a lot about his new his new line and stuff and he's at xop so mm-hmm. i didn't know how much he really wanted to talk about that kind of stuff while he was at xop stand right he was representing know. them that day but at the same time i'm like hey dude at the end i'm like you know i'm still rocking the vanish the xop oh, yeah. vanish you know austin and i are and i love it and oh, then yeah. i was telling him about the seat cushion and sure as shit i look over and they have a new seat cushion yeah nice and thick it's like five inches thick yeah it looks a lot like the lone wolf's like the old version lone wolf mm-hmm. like anthony has like on the alpha tech but when you sit into it it really comes down thin mm-hmm. so i'm a little worried about that it pops right back up though but it does it pops right back up it's breathable so you're not going to sweat your butt off by sweat sitting on it but then at the same time what about when it's cold out you know there's a lot to factor there it is though i will tell you i've sat on both mm-hmm. in the original seat that comes with those stands is not as comfortable there's yeah, not, not as much padding. It's not a bad seat. It's not. It's not, but it's not my favorite seat well, that I've ever sat when in. When you fold right. it up, is it going to affect the seat from folding the whole way up since it's so thick? It's thicker. Even I, the seat, I noticed when I, I was know. using yours last year, the seat folding it up, it that that seat cushion alone was kind of letting that yeah, but space. Yeah, but I, I almost feel like that one was easier to push in than the, other, like the original one I have. The newer one's easier to push in. I feel yeah, like maybe. it would... It would fold up better up against the tree because it would push more. into it easier. Yep. But it still gives you more more cushion whenever you're sitting on it. But I don't know, man. I'm looking at. I'm still looking at some options. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. I mean, it's worth the investment. Just yeah. If you could get that much more comfort out of it, twenty bucks. You know, 
I might buy one if tomorrow. You, if you have, you know, <laughs> you, you spend 20 bucks on stupid stuff every once in a while. If, if it could help you in any way, shape, or form, yeah, try it out, you know. Mm-hmm. And if not, then it's going towards, you know, a good guy, you know, a good Absolutely. company. Yep, oh, I agree. It is a great company. I love XOP. I love their <clears throat> stuff. Um, I really do. I like yeah. their stand. I just bought the quick attach piece for my Vanish. And Which I think is awesome. it's going to be amazing. Dude, there's a game yeah, I just got my yeah. setup too. Yeah. I, oh, yeah, I, I got the did whole you get the setup. Vanish? Yeah, I got nice. the whole setup. Oh, you got the Vanishes like you, here. Yeah, yeah I kind of nice. gave out that, yeah, a little nervous. that word. What kind of sticks you get? Lone Wolf. Lone Wolf stick? I got the same setup as you guys. Awesome. You're going to love it, dude, dude honestly. It yeah, I know. You trust I just, me. You don't. You actually, I mean, there's times when I'm climbing, I feel a little bit like. And then, like, I'm scared of the heights or whatever, but then I've never been really scared of heights, but I lean back on that linesman's belt, Mm -hmm. and I feel so comfortable. Yeah. Honestly, though, Joe, like, I'm telling you, this summer, I'll take you out, we'll take both of our setups out, and I'll just have you climb a tree right next to me, and we'll just do it right next to each other, and I'll show you how to hang it real well. And Like, mm -hmm. I don't like putting all my trust into one thing, like... Like Sam was asking me, he's like, oh, you never really use the lines of belt. I, was like, I use my strap, and I never really put weight on it or anything. I didn't want to test it out. Totally but it's just a, a safety thing yeah. for when I was setting up my lock on. And it, I don't know. I think the only thing that really keeps me feeling safe is just the athletic ability of, like, you know, mm-hmm. oh, if this happens, I'm going to do that. You know, just thinking oh, yeah. all through and, like, being able to, to get up that tree, you know, better because, you know, better you're, shape. Or, you're not so agile you know, there. Huh? Yeah little man mm. <laughs> but no, we'll get you rocking on that you're gonna love when you it. have that linesman's belt and you're strapped in and you're you're hooked up to the tree you really do feel rocks all in there and it's actually it was very addicting to mm-hmm. me the first time i did it i couldn't wait to get back into a tree and climb another tree with the linesman's belt in the sticks it was literally addicting here's the thing too i mean it <laughs> you can still have your your permanent sets that you like you still mm-hmm. have those areas that you like to hunt all the time this is just another option. Say, like, the wind's not very good at that place. You just grab the, right out of your truck, grab that stand, go hunt a different spot. Or just scout on scout on the fly and then go out and find the hot sign and hunt it that way. I like that better. I mean, we do we did that a lot with climbers before. Yep. This is the same thing except that spot that I wanted to hunt that I couldn't get close enough because I had a climber. I get right in there. You get right in there, man. Yep. I can hunt a lot. Thing. Russ was talking about, too, just getting, you know... A lock on set up without the sticks mm-hmm. and just throwing the sticks up there throwing it up making it permanent and then just carrying around the sticks that's honestly i did that a couple of sets this year i never hunted them but i went and hung set, yeah i went and hung a couple stands with my sticks and i just took the sticks with me mm-hmm. it, that's all even awesome but i will get to that point eventually yeah yeah go go buy just some cheap lock on mm-hmm. oh, it was cheap it was like 50 60 bucks this yeah, year but I, got I want cheaper on, than that but, even because i'm i'm talking like I was looking maybe for maybe five of them. I had a nice seat on it. Yeah. Honestly, Sportsman's Guide has um, they've got thirty nine dollar hang on. It has pretty good reviews. It's not like it's like their guide gear lock on. What's like the platform bucks. like on that thing? Mm. Bigger than a Vanish, probably. Vanish isn't a very big platform. I mean, it's a you it's a budget stand. It's not going to be the most comfortable thing in the world, but it's it'll be there if you need it. That's all. Yeah, that's what I mean. If I'm going to do a permanent one, I kind of want the comfort. To be honest, buy a Millennium, dude. They're expensive. Well, you don't have to get real expensive ones. You can buy a Millennium that's like 60 70 bucks. Yeah, and to be honest, I probably never will get the permanent set and do it that way just because 
unless I find a spot that's like way back in there and I want to do it in the off season and hang stands. Yep. It's the only time I'm going to do it during the season. I'm not going to mess with that kind of stuff because if I'm hanging them, I'm hunting it. Yeah, I agree. But in the off season, we're doing our scouting and we find a real good spot way back in there. And I have an extra lock on to go up. I'm just going to put the top up and take, up my, take my sticks out. That way we can access nice and easy and quiet with just sticks on your back. Agreed. But, but too much know, time on that. So we'll move that, along. We, I mean, I checked out like three or four new broadhead companies. Not new oh, broadhead yeah. companies, but new to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I looked at Wasp. I've been looking at them for a while. I mean, they have great broadheads. Yeah. And then I looked at dirt nap those drts which mm-hmm. i think you I, bought a pack I of those buying two packs they, yep. they had a cell going two packs for 60 i said just like i was saying before i mean if something could give you better penetration something could make things easier to get the job done 60 bucks whatever you know i maybe i'll turn them in if they don't work out good for me maybe i'll just hook them up and i'll use it as like a coyote you know yeah like, like an extra one or something and that's you know? like me i usually carry a muzzy in my quiver just for yeah if i see something i want to shoot like mm-hmm. squirrel comes through or coyote comes through like you just said or whatever yeah, but, but those are cool design those they're great nice. broadheads man they are they, they got are the the bleeders on yeah. the whole broadhead itself it's like a two blade stiff blade if you if you've never seen it and it has uh cutters on the back like bleeders so it cuts in and it cuts coming out mm-hmm. and then it has the little bleeder in the middle which is just like a, a turned over square and that's also a bleeder and also i think it was like five eighths mm-hmm. yep. cutting diameter yep so that will also do some damage and i'm i'm psyched to even try and they're, it they're yeah. solid broadheads i mean yeah know, i wouldn't be worried about and they said if anything happens to them you know you got go warranty on it mm-hmm. they'll they'll send it back to you so oh yeah yeah they're kind of like an arrowhead if you picture an old arrowhead yeah. like the people used to use yeah. all the way back to native americans like the flint mapped heads and stuff literally like, that. yeah. like that's what they yeah. remind you of they're just a solid piece of beautiful equipment. Steel. Yeah, yeah they are still yeah i always like solid pieces though, steel. You know? and that's that's what it remind me of yeah. two blade i'm like if this but shoots the same blade. as the only reason i got away from muzzies is because every time i go practice with my bow i'm like i'm shooting and i'm not hitting the right spot because i'm not using the muzzy practice blade yep because it's gonna tear shit up so i was just using the field tips and your field tips don't hit the same nope so and then once you shoot your bow all season not hitting in the correct spot you throw one on you know make sure it's it's still on and it's it's annoying and then when you're up in your stand you're like oh i gotta make sure that this is lined up this way with my you know yeah, yeah, fletchings, sure fletchings are all yeah. lined up and what if it moves it's it's yeah. I, got, I got away from it quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't play. But I wanted that penetration, you know. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I killed some deer with it, but. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've shot a couple deer with muzzies. They're they're good yeah. broadheads. They're just yeah. not my number one broadhead that I take right. out. Well, I've seen some positive things too from Tag and Brag and some other guys that are using those dirt naps. Tag and Brag has their own line of dirt nap heads. Yeah. yeah. Those they DRTs are like bright orange. They're, they're pretty badass. They're pretty cool looking. Yeah. No, I yeah. like them. They laid deer down with them too, man. Yeah. Yeah. They even had a turkey broadhead mm-hmm. too. That yep. was pretty cool. Are you pretty gonna, cool. Are you going to tear up that one company we're talking about? Oh are we my tear them gosh. Up? I don't even know what the name of them is. And I'm old, not going to, I'm not going to shit on blade. them anyway, but. All <sighs> blade or something. Yeah. I don't even know. I don't want to talk about it. You no. don't want to talk about it. It, it bothers me very, very much, and I'm not going to get into that again. Yeah. We were at dinner, and, and a buddy of ours, Marcus, came over, and he's he came with us on this trip, and he's very, very new to the outdoors, but he loves it. 
you know, and he's been he ended up his whole life. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's always fish. He's just like just not really getting into hunting seriously. And it was it not bright enough, kid? Yeah, well, I, leave me alone. <laughs> I want to turn it off. I was playing with it. But, uh, but you know, he got at this booth somehow, and this guy was trying to sell him on a product, and he gave me the card, and I looked it up, and I'm like, dude, no. It was twelve broadheads no. for twenty dollars. <laughs> twelve broadheads. Twelve. We usually broad sell heads. six broadheads for twenty dollars, but since we're at the $20. show, we're gonna sell you all of them for twenty dollars. <laughs> oh. Just take all of our stuff. We're trying to get out of this. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to. We're hate not going to go there. No, we're you not. Just, you usually yeah. buy broadheads are usually like forty dollars for three. Yes. So <laughs> that's where you want to kind of price out your broadheads. Yeah, I'm yeah sorry. right around that area. I to mean, hate on them wouldn't be a bad thing because it's like you said, it's not very. I just don't want to hate on anybody. It's just really. not. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're not an ethical looking ethical. broadhead. It's, just... it's not even a broadhead. It's like an insert almost. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, me neither. We're not talking <laughs> about it. Okay, so from there, what else? Did you look at any other broadheads? Uh, I looked at a couple of them, but nothing that really like stood out to yeah, you. Yeah, tripped my trigger or anything like that. And then we went and... Yeah. Uh, we signed up for that. Signed up the for triax. To win a triax with the game. Or a 12 gauge shotgun. Or a we'll 12 gauge shotgun. Yeah, but I take that triax all day. <laughs> in a every time. In a heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah. We And then from there, we were, we kind of got separated. And I'm looking, I'm like, I wonder where those guys went. And I looked over and I saw some guys swinging around on saddles at the Wild Edge booth. And I'm like, I guarantee you that's where they are. <laughs> yeah. Turn the corner and there you guys are. You're all standing there looking up at the guy swinging around on a saddle. I'm like, man, that looks cool. Oh, dude, I was picking his brain. I was picking a couple of their brains, man, about that. Yeah. Honestly, that was a product. The Wild Edge Step blew my freaking mind, man. A four-wheeler mm-hmm. hanging off of it. Yeah, they had a four-wheeler that's, hanging off of it in the video. Like, they're dirty. And not even that. Like, they advertise it, and literally every time, every podcast we listen to, every time I've heard them talk about it, positive raving reviews and oh, now absolutely. i understand why they're oh, so 100%. easy too that's they're the thing like so you just simple. tie this simple knot there's no and noise then you, and then you flip it over and it's tight it's rock it's solid there. from rock rock solid. from 360 degrees it's rock solid you yeah. know like our lone wolf we can can't we can really you crank them in but side. if you pull that bottom and you pull it out it's gonna come loose from the tree. No, I mean not necessarily. It, it, I mean it not depends. like off, but yeah. it's gonna be. There's play there. There's there's a little bit of play. It wiggles a little bit. Yes, but it's not as solid as as those wild edge steps. Wild edge steps, dude. He was kicking the side of it. Yeah, he was hanging from his saddle, yeah, hanging around the, the side, side of it? kicking the side of it, and it wasn't kicking even wiggling. The side like, of it from like a ninety degrees kicking the side of it like you do that from anything else i'm sorry it's moving it's yeah doing your, something. your freaking step's gonna fall to the bottom of the tree but or the design like. is so legit and really that rope mod that they have on there is phenomenal yeah, it's, it's great. so quiet yeah there is no noise there's mm-hmm. no cam buckle there's no nothing i mean it's just purely quiet and the weight reduction yeah and then he pulled out the aider that aider was legit dude that aider was freaking awesome yeah no i that couldn't was agree the coolest thing <laughs> ever yeah 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 it was really good honestly he just it was so simple to use he just pulled it and it was locked in and then he just kind of pulled it down and it was loose i mean it was yeah. blew my mind hole yeah it was literally a simple pull of the string on the top kind of like a, a prusik is that it? yeah similar prusik. to a prusik knot but a prusik it, knot? that's not how it works but right it, but, but it's it that's kind of the design concept if you think of it that way like you could pull it up to tighten the loop to make the loop smaller which mm-hmm. basically makes the aider taller yeah or shorter i should say which mm-hmm. would give you a higher step 
and then you literally just grab the bottom of it and you pull it out and you loosen it up and it makes a bigger loop and mm-hmm. and it, it clips right on to that step yeah yeah so we were sitting there talking about it and talking about it. we're like wow this would be really great for like your first step mm-hmm. you put your Hang loud your chest edge or step, head high yeah like chest high head high you clip on your aider and you aid yourself up to that first step and, and then, then hang your sticks and then start your lone wolf sticks yep. yep because i already have my lone wolf sticks yep and that gains me six feet yeah probably Pro- close to six feet that adds and yeah. they're so, only a pound a piece so. and they're a pound yeah. i only have one i bought one single step and i bought the aider that's going to be my bottom plus it's a six foot rope mm-hmm. so i can get into bigger trees now where before i couldn't because the strap on that lone wolf is a little shorter mm-hmm. i can get into bigger trees to start off as long as they get skinnier or like those big cluster trees that mm-hmm. are clustered at the bottom then they open up so. my uh my rope mod on my lone wolf sticks is a six foot rope okay so you are definitely i'm, I'm always on that yeah i didn't have a I problem was. with any tree i tried to hunt this year i even mm-hmm. that one big oak we hunted in the swamp yeah dude that thing was enormous at the base and i didn't think it was going to reach and it it reached a whole way around it and i was able to just climb right up that tree it was beautiful yeah that was cool we tried out their saddles a little bit too yeah. joe got in a saddle joe got jumped saddle. in i don't What'd know you i think? felt like i was a little too fat for it it, it was definitely not you I, needed a size up on the saddle a saddle that yeah. would fit you but they to give you the concept and the, the feel thing was like mad, my knees were kind of jacked up you know just coming into it <laughs> yeah and when i got up in there he's like all right now I'll take her weight off it and pull up the rope and i'm like i can't get that close to this tree and take my weight off like my knees are just jacked right now like <laughs> yeah. i tried doing it and i felt so uncoordinated and it was bad because like i felt like i was a little kid and he was like trying to teach me how to do it yeah. i was like i can't <laughs> stop yelling at me Look, not only i ate that, too much this morning <laughs> yeah yeah it was not a good day to be trying to get into a saddle hungover. Yeah. well he also he was a time. little he was a smaller dude i mean he said he had what yeah. like a 30 inch waist or something like that yeah, yeah, I have a 38. Yeah, I so. got I got 34 inch <laughs> waist. I don't even know if I would have fit in that saddle. But, it, you it's, know. I just wanted to kind of, I was going to test it just for it the concept cool. to kind of swing around a little so, bit on it. I felt so safe, and it, it just made me scared. So I'm like, I might actually end up doing this, and I'm going to be like, do it for <laughs> first. I'm going to pull this money into it. I'm going to do it for first time, and I'm going to be 20 feet up in a tree or, you know, maybe less. And I'm just going to be so terrified. To get down? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm just going to, like, freak out and just, like, I'll be like a cat in a tree. I'll have to call, like, the fire department to get me out of there. <laughs> I don't know. There, There's guys that say they're afraid of the hei- afraid of heights, and they can't hunt out of a stand, like, more than 12 feet high. But they get in that saddle, and they have never been more comfortable it does, up in a tree. It does, like, just cradle you to feel so where safe. it's just you know it's like safety wrapped around you plus you weren't you weren't coming off of like a platform or anything you just had your feet on a on a step basically right. yeah you right. know and you you didn't have everything set up to your modifications I that, that post i was on was leaning towards me which is kind of hard to lean my weight into it now that, that was that just based on the, the the height of the tether yeah and where your bridge was like you can adjust all that stuff to your own comfort yeah. And that's what you got to remember. This is just a more or less designed for you to sample it. Right, right. You know. Yeah, that was cool. That was really cool. I'd probably get one. And then we looked over and some guy was jumping out of a tree stand. Oh, man. Consistently. Would climb up the tree stand, jump out. As soon as I saw him doing that, I knew exactly what it was, honestly. 
just I've from s- listening to like the Big Buck Registry. Like, yeah, they had him on and he was talking about it, and I think they're sponsored by him, honestly too. But really? it was the Tree Stand Wingman Black yeah. Ash Outdoors. That was so cool, <laughs> dude. He, I mean, I, how many jumps did he have at this show so far? It was like seventeen hundred or yeah. something like that. He said like seventeen hundred times he's yeah. jumped off that stand. I'm like, well, well, now you just need one of those things to crank you up. And he's like, yeah, I thought about it, you know, but then everybody would want to find out how they can get one of those, (laughs) you know. (laughs) No, but that was really cool, honestly. Like, that would make me feel so much safer in the stand. Mm -hmm. Like, you jump out of this, well, not jump out, but if you fell out of your stand, it just nice and slowly lowers you down. All you have to do is grab onto that rope and you stop. Yeah, he let me hold the rope. Mm-hmm. He jumped out strap. of the stand. It's a strap. It's a strap. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry, strap. I said rope first, but he know. jumped out of the stand, and I literally didn't feel like I was even holding it, like it was moving. Yeah, and I was slowly letting him down. It was crazy, man. It lets itself down. I thought yeah. it does, but you can grab onto that strap and, and control and how stop. control how you get yeah. down. Okay. Yeah, that strap, which. He had on video, he was doing some test jumps out of an actual tree, which was my concern. And I brought it up to him. I said, well, my concern is you're on a big steel platform where you're connected three feet and out in front of you. said, on a tree, you're going to be connected behind you. If I fall now, mind you, this is also better than dying. But am I going to rake my back down the entire tree? (laughs) You know, because that's a real concern. You're falling and you're attached to the tree and you're going to be falling down the tree. And he showed a couple of videos where he purposely fell out of a tree stand and he suspended right down to the ground. Um, it looked pretty clean. And again, you can adjust it too mm-hmm. to how fast you go. Yep. And if you get if you can grab that strap and stop yourself, and then at that point maybe, you know, if you can reach your stand, if it didn't break, you just fell out of it. Right. Or your sticks or whatever, you can grab them and move over. Otherwise, you just lower yourself to the ground, and you're safe and sound on the ground. And I think this would be huge if you just listened to the most recent Working Class Bowhunter podcast. The guy was climbing up into his stand. Oh, yeah. And the stand collapsed from underneath him, and he fell all the way to the ground. Mm-hmm. He's lucky to survive. Mm-hmm. If he would have had one of those systems in place. A tree stand. A ladder stand. Ladder. A ladder stand. Apparently, uh, either the tree grew or... Uh, squirrels got to the straps or whatever, the bot- both straps, and whenever he got to the top, the whole thing just collapsed. Right to the ground, he fell. Yeah. Crazy, man. Crazy. But if anybody out there is interested, go on their website and check them out. I mean, Tree Stand mm-hmm. Wingman, it's $115. Very reasonably Could priced save to save your, your life. life. man. Yeah. That's just like, that's crazy. And what's nice about it is all it really is is just a 30-foot strap. Mm-hmm. The little wingman tree stand, whatever it's called, tree stand wingman tree thing. Stand wingman. Whatever his little piece of metal is, that the contraption. It's not a piece of metal. It's a little. It's a little like. It's a cool little contraption. Yeah, pulley. Type it's like a bunch thing. of yeah pulleys, basically all built into this nice little steel frame, and it works really well. And then you know, all that's it. You mm-hmm. carry that with you in. And you hook it up, and you're good to go. Yeah. If you're hunting by yourself, or you're hunting up the mountains or something, and you do fall out of your stand, you could still die, even though mm-hmm. you're hanging there, because mm-hmm. it it constricts on your legs. And then yeah, thirty minutes, man. Thirty minutes. Yep. Thirty minutes. And uh, and uh, the other thing is too, like you fall out, and he was saying how when you fall out with your harness, they have those breakaways on the 
the mm-hmm. harness. Yeah. He said he's jumped out, I don't even know how many times, with his harness and with his system, since it's not a hard pull, they cannot create enough pounds of pressure to break those those straps yep. on your safety harness, which is really nice because otherwise, I mean, if you fall out of a tree without it on a normal, say you have your normal setup, you're falling 230, 40 pounds a man falling out of a tree. With my setup, I'm falling four or five feet before I hit and stop. Yeah. Well. Probably. You know, with the strap length and everything that I use. Maybe not that far. Maybe two, three feet. But when you hit, you're creating so much more pound of pressure because you're hitting. It's a hard hit. Mm-hmm. You're pulling against it. And he said that's what they were to have an issue with. It would break push. those. It would break those, that webbing, mm-hmm. that safety webbing. And then either you'd hang there or your tree, like your actual harness would fall apart and you would still fall and out. that depends if that's the style of tree harness that you have because right. some of them have those bungee systems now where it takes that shock out of it yeah which is nice that's kind of what his system does though mm-hmm. i think i've seen um that's the way mine is mine has those the stitching in it with the webbing i think mine does too but even hunter safety system is coming out with the bungee now it's like on their higher end models and mm-hmm. stuff like that and then muddy does that they have the bungee system and yeah pretty cool though yeah, you can never be too safe, man. That's true. That's true. I think yeah, for a to get a new harness myself bucks. because mine's pretty old and I feel like I need to just update it. I, I mean, I never fell out of a tree. So. They do expire, but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I'm sure it probably Well, is. he said that, I mean, even a, a kid came up to him in the show this year and he told, he was looking at it and, you know, he was doing his little pitch telling him about the product and he's like, man, I wish my buddy would have had one of these on. He's like, what do you mean? And, you know, his buddy had a harness on he had his lifeline everything fell out of the tree hit his head went unconscious restricted his blood flow mm-hmm. he ended up dying because he was hung up in the tree yep couldn't get help i mean he hit his head he went unconscious yep yeah it's a sad story honestly. it's sad but yep. think about it. if he would have been in one of those systems hit his head it would have brought him all the way to the ground he would have laid on the ground unconscious but he had lived but he would have lived yep. you know so I mean, it's that's terrible. Just, it is a terrible, it's terrible story. to see a nice hobby like this and, you know, something you love to do and like that or, yeah, right. or have the people that are also hunting with you affected as well, yeah. you know, yeah. by coming up on something like that. But anyways, moving on, that is a great product. Yeah. After you know? that, we went out and we uh, checked out the Catching Deer's booth. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we checked out some of their stuff and... They have some nice products. Yeah, they got some cool stuff, honestly. I, I didn't see them there. But um, yeah, they I have some sweatpants that are phenom. Apparently, yeah. they um, they have like a little sleeve down the leg, so when you're shooting your bow, instead of sticking your arrows in your back pocket or if you don't have a quiver oh, or whatever, I've seen, that. I've seen that. They literally have a sleeve, a quiver in the side of your leg. You can stick your field points right down in your. That's pretty cool. Super cool. Built-in quiver and sweatpants. Mm-hmm. That is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, before. They have a bunch of nice products, though. Yeah. Nice clothing line. They're just cool dudes, too. So Yeah. I bought a decal from them. There you go. I liked it. Yeah. I like what they're doing. I like their names and their product, and I'm, I'll support them, guys. They're pretty cool. Absolutely. I kind of forgot about them. Yeah. We, uh, we went, and we caught a quick lunch, and we were headed out. We were trying to get more over towards, like, the outdoor lifestyle hall and the outdoor product halls, and we were heading down through this little hallway. We ended up doing that wall of gun raffle it, i don't understand that still apparently they do a raffle every seven minutes but Something like that as many tickets as they sell in that seven minutes that's what your odds are of winning yep we didn't know that 
I didn't know that. I paid $10 for a ticket for one drawing. I was like, that was terrible. Dude, I should have just stood around, told everybody that the drawing was over, and just had us two in there. Yeah, that would be a good <laughs> idea. <laughs> so, I don't even know how you would, what you'd pick, like how you pick what gun. I don't know how that works, but They anyways. had numbers. You just picked what gun you wanted. Okay. Yeah. So, we were moving up, and we were heading out, and sure enough, we came across Whitetail Adrenaline's booth. Jared Scheffler, man. That guy's awesome. I love that guy. Good old Jared Scheffler. Yeah. So, you know, we're standing there, and you know, we're fanboying a little bit from a distance, and I'm like, man, I know Austin likes this dude. This is, like, one of his favorite guys. I love that guy, man. And I've been meaning to get in contact with him, see if he'd come on the podcast, and, you know, I'm going to go talk to him. So, we start talking to him a little bit. We're BSing, and... He's totally busting my balls, and it's it's good back and forth. And <laughs> yeah. I've ended up uh, buying his DVD, and we go up to it. I go up to it to pay, and I'm like, "Hey, man, do you mind if you sign this for me?" And because I saw some other ones, he was signing. Mm-hmm. He comes over and signs it, and really, I was just trying to get him over to talk to him again because he was talking to someone else. He comes over, and I'm like, "Hey, man, you are you interested in doing any more podcasts? I've heard you on some podcasts. You know, you got a great story and stuff." And He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I've never been on yours before, right? And I was like, no, no, the White Tail Distraction podcast. He looks at my hat. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, yeah, absolutely, man. He's like, you got a card. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> no, I don't. Like, I didn't know I was supposed to like, get one. I was like, I was, <laughs> yeah. I, I actually told him, I said, I was kind of hoping you did, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Pulls out a napkin and a magic marker. Huh. Writes down <laughs> his name and his phone number. And he's like, yeah, call me anytime. Beautiful. Well, I'll, get him, I'll come on. I'm like yeah so i turn around and i'm kind of cheesing a little bit trying to keep it all in keep it together but inside i'm really fanboying now oh yeah i'm like he's coming on the podcast buddy <laughs> dude i lost my mind I you're love like that. what yeah i'm really excited for that one that's gonna be a good episode yeah how cool was that buck that he had oh up man in the air. this buck was like that's the full DVDs. body mount full yeah. body mount this humongous buck that he shot and it's it's like 10 feet up in the air just like it's on top of his boot i don't even understand how mm-hmm. they even got it up there yeah that's pretty cool <laughs> pretty and sweet. it's a giant it is a giant that's the dvd i bought though yeah defiance defiance yeah, yeah. Part how much one. was that dvd did you uh four hundred dollars is what he told yeah, me yeah i think he he actually said that yes mm-hmm. <laughs> uh i think i paid 20 25 20 25 dollars yeah. for that dvd but it's got four and a half hours of that's cool. Of tape on it. It's all public ground. Yeah. It's fun to watch stuff yeah. like that. He's just a funny dude on the Crack a couple beers. Yeah. Watch some hunting. But uh, I, like I, I forgot to mention, too, that I talked to Andrew Walter a little bit from Wild Edge. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of talking to the other guys. He was busy. You know, it's been a long week. I get it. I We weren't trying to bother anybody. But, you know, I just kind of brought it up. Like, hey, does any of your people from Wild Edge, you know, do podcasts? I'm like, yeah, Drew does them all the time. I'm like, okay, cool. So, he's actually building my Aider. He's putting it together in front of me. And I take it. I'm like, hey, thanks, man. I really appreciate it. I'm like, you know, if you ever time, they gave me your card if you want to come on the podcast. And it was like, as soon as I mentioned podcast, he lit up. He's like, podcast? Absolutely. He's like, I love doing podcasts, man. Awesome. He said, you call me anytime yeah i'm excited about that on. one too because i yeah. love that product wild edge yeah yeah they super have so cool. much stuff going on but i wanted to make sure i covered that one as well so Absolutely. jared scheffler from whitetail adrenaline and <laughs> andrew walter from wild edge inc today that we got to meet and we invited to come on the podcast and i think hopefully both of them will yeah but, both of those are gonna be really good if they come on which i think they will honestly yeah. but 
Yeah. Yeah. And we ventured through. We saw David Blanton. We saw David Blanton. We didn't get to talk to him because he was busy, but it was cool seeing him. Yeah. He we had walked all around and looked at some bucks there. All the giant bucks up around that, yep. that small arena area. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we went in and... Uh, I stopped at the Deer Society booth. I I've been I was looking for them because I kept I follow them on Instagram. I mm-hmm. kept seeing that they had all four of their two hundred inch deer plus the three hundred inch deer there. Yeah, Adam Hayes was there, and Adam Hayes was there. Yeah, so we tried to get talk to Adam Hayes. He was literally just like surrounded by with people. people. Yeah, so you know I picked up his moon guide and took all the information from it and then put it back. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I love paying $20 for the moon guide when it's right here and it's going to tell me what days are best this year. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but you, I don't you even get know how to read call. it. You got no, I do. Yeah. yeah. I would have bought the black rack too. And I told everyone there that we were with, I'm like, I believe in the black rack, man. I, we've been using it for a couple years now. Yeah, I you already have one. I already have one. Yeah. I was like, I love it. I love it. Yeah, I, so I really I don't do. use it. I use regular. Yeah, just no, a I big pair of cutoffs. I'm I'm big on it because they are smaller. They they pack up better than any rattling yeah. antlers I've ever had, and they sound pretty good too. Yeah, no, I um, agree. You know, but then they had the extinguisher there, his grunt call that they use in the show all the time, and every time I watch their show on YouTube or wherever, man, that extinguisher just the way they can shift from a doe bleat to a grunt call, just seamlessly and it's it's flawless yeah and pretty cool pretty it cool. was really cool it sold me 20 bucks yeah, i've been wanting to buy one of them dude 20 bucks at the show that's what's great about this show you come here and you get all these products that you want but they're on sale they're on sale yeah big sales and then you see yeah. stuff that you didn't even know existed <laughs> and it's on you know? sale yeah you yeah, didn't know about those dirt nap broadhead i did i never even seen them and i saw it i was just like man this would be so cool yeah you know that's what's yeah. cool about going to the shows. I mean, you see all that stuff, and yeah, and, and you see first cool one. people. Yeah, like I almost I was gonna shoot some uh, Matthews, the mm-hmm. new ones. They had this they had line set up, and they had people shooting. And I I was trying to get in line. Actually, I was trying to just bust in there, you know, because <laughs> I didn't know there was like a line for them. Because everybody's watching, but actually there was a big line. I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna do that. But yeah, I wanted to shoot some of the Matthews because I want to get a new bow, but the helium still. Still treat me pretty good at this point. a boy. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They had the Christmas tree buck there. Yeah. Dan Kaufman's buck down in the. Uh, at the Deer Society yeah, booth. Yeah. The Deer Society booth. Yeah. There was a bunch of good bucks there, honestly. Yeah. We'll have inches. to see that tomorrow because I didn't, I didn't get a chance yeah, to dude, see Yeah, dude. You got to see those bucks at that. I saw the their, video their and area. I'm like, wow. And then, mm-hmm. you know, see that in person would be pretty that, cool. That's a really good story, too. I mean, if there's a couple podcasts that covered that. Like, uh, Big Buck Registry did the Dan Kaufman Buck story. Go over there, listen to that one. That's a really mm-hmm. cool story. But yeah, that, they had a cool little little booth set up there. Yeah, real nice. A lot of good stuff. Yeah, um, I can't. Even, I, I talked to the guy that created the extinguisher. I can't even remember his name. I'm a, I apologize, but you know, and I talked to him. I forgot to tell you this because I started bringing up conversation with him. I said, you know, you guys ever think about doing podcasts or anything? He's like, it's funny you say that. We literally just set up a studio, bought all the equipment. Looks like Deer Society might start a podcast Sweet. as well. Yeah. Sweet. So how about that? A little behind-the-scenes information. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I like they, they got all the stuff. I've, They're I very knowledgeable. On, uh, Facebook. Yep. Yeah. And, Facebook. Uh, and you they've can had watch the videos, and you can actually look up the videos in certain sections. Say you want to talk about or hear mm-hmm. about or learn about scent control. Then you go to the scent control one, and they'll play a whole video where they just play it out, and they talk about it, and they have a whole hunt, whether they killed the deer or not. They, they teach you on what happened, you know, mm-hmm. why they didn't kill a deer yeah. or why it was 
cool enough that they got this deer into range, even though it wasn't a shooter. You know, it's really cool videos they have online if you want to look on Facebook. They, they do, and they, they have can, an app too. Yeah, they have an app. There's Deer's a free app. app. Uh huh. There's a free app you can go on to, and you can download, and it has all those same videos and stuff. Yeah. But they have tons of categories for you how to learn. If you're a new hunter and you're listening to this. The Deer Society is a great way to get a lot of information. Yeah, agree. I mean, they really go over... One thing I picked up from them is, like, deer behavior mm-hmm. yeah. and how they react to calling and how to call and how to set it up and that kind of thing. They're huge on that, on reading deer behavior, and I think that is really important. Oh, 100%, honestly. Yeah, I mean, and we're not covering everything that was at this show. I mean, it... We're yeah. covering stuff that like is even just still popping out in their minds. We saw so much. I mean, yeah. it, just, it was crazy. Elks, I can't even remember the everything. Elks were amazing. Oh yeah, oh. some of those elk were elk. enormous, like four hundred and four hundred some inch. Yeah, elk, like, they were sheds just lined up. They were yeah. sheds that they found. Mm-hmm. Giant four hundred plus inch elk. The one was from Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. That was a four hundred and twenty inch elk from Pennsylvania. They found them last year, yeah. two thousand and eighteen sheds, and they had them on a big replica. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. Dude. I'd be scared transporting something that precious. Oh you man. Know? Yeah. That one bull was 460 inches. Uh, that's that's enormous. Pictures. They were giant. <laughs> I have a picture too. I giant. wish we could have like stood back behind them to really just show you how massive. Even if you're not buying anything to go to the show and just see all the cool mounts and everything. Yeah, just walk it's, around. It's it's like going to Cabela's, Cabela's but on times steroids. 10,000. Yeah. Like I saw <laughs> a, a whole giraffe almost. They had everything yeah. but like the legs and like the, the butt end of it. The giant elephant. It was like the biggest sh- shoulder mount you'd ever, you know, you'd ever <laughs> seen in your life. Yeah, it's a giraffe. <laughs> it was humongous. <laughs> and then I saw an elephant. I'm like, all right, I guess you got me beat there. That's pretty Here, big. Here's that one bull huge. I was just talking about. I was wrong. It wasn't 460 inches. It was 476 inches. What? Gross, non-typical. Look how big that thing is. That was giant. It's the enormous. The bases of their antlers were what impressed me like the most. Like two-liter yeah, freaking two bottles of coke. And it's funny because <laughs> we mentioned it. Someone mentioned it. The one booth in the archery hall had like a big big shed mm-hmm. remember that one we couldn't even put your hand away like 16 pounds yeah if you put your hand up yeah. against one side you couldn't see your hand from the other side it was that wide dude nobody caught it and i wish somebody would have because i literally cracked myself up for like five minutes after it we went up and the one guy was standing there and right underneath it it was there was a like a group of products and it said on sale five dollars I was like, this shed's $5? No. And he just looked too. at me, and I was like, oh, my God. Dude, I laughed forever about that. Well, you, we must have been split up then. Uh, that <laughs> yeah. We were. Yeah. Because remember, you that's right before I went and found you guys at the Wild Edge. Yeah. And the funniest thing in the world, I did the same thing. Dude, that little sticker was right underneath. And on it was sale, like a, $5. On sale, $5. Like I'm, like, I'm like, holy dollars. shit. I, I looked at the thing. It had the sheds on sale. Yeah. And I was like, look, this shit's them. five bucks. And they were like 100 and some dollars. I was like. Wouldn't this just be cool? Like, they had another big one like that. I was like, wouldn't it just be cool sit on the, the counter? And my girlfriend's like, no. No, that's not going to happen. Like, <laughs> that's not going to happen. That'd be so cool. <laughs> that'd be really cool Shut on an end down. table or something. Yeah, yeah. Just, just have there. that sitting there. My oh, dog my would eat it, though. And then but, I'd have to beat it. Yeah, yeah, no, that's no that. <laughs> but that's what I was getting at. Like, that was so heavy. Imagine how much one of those antlers from those elk weighed. Oh, dude, one of those freaking big 470 sides. Dude. Probably 80 or 90 pounds. Yeah, easy. Yeah, easy. Yeah. For sure. And that's that's just crazy. Two of them on his freaking head, and he's just walking around like it's nothing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> that's insane. But where'd we go after that? I'm trying to think. Uh, I think we, we went to the... We might have got a free Silverado. Yeah, we yeah. went to sign up for a free Chevy Silverado. Yeah. 
made with real tornadoes. Beautiful. The other one's what, a Denali. Silver autos. What's, What's the other one, a Denali? I think they're series one or was uh, the Z71, and I don't know what the other one was. I was looking all over the truck. I could not see. I thought it was like a high country or something. I thought it was a high Kinda country, like but one. it usually says like high country. Yeah, yeah so we sweet signed trucks. up and got free t-shirts. Yeah, I got free t-shirts for signing up for that. That was mm-hmm. awesome. Who knows? I'll let you guys all know if I win a freaking free truck. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. And you can drive all the time to yeah, go I hunting. If I win that truck, I will. Hell hunting yeah. <laughs> Dude, that hunting truck, finally. Mm-hmm. We won't have to bring our cars and try stuffing deer into the trunks. <laughs> <laughs> the Smurf and Rudolph. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be so cool. Yeah. And then we went and uh, we checked out Mountain Ops for a little bit. Tried some yeah. Ignite. Yeah. The pina colada was phenomenal. The, I drank like three of those. Dude, the pina I like colada. The grape better. Did you really? Yeah, I did. I did. I drank like a lot of pre workout though. So I usually when I'm I'm drinking like a little bit like that, I'm like, could I drink a whole thing of this, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. And I felt like the pina colada might have been too strong for me. Yeah. Personally. Really? To drink a whole, you know, scoop of it and eight ounces, ten ounces. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then we walked past that and we went over and they had I don't know. 500 freaking fur hats <laughs> wow and joey's like trying on every single fur hat it was hysterical he's wearing a skunk and yeah. next thing you know i look over he's wearing this freaking coyote he's like dude what about this one like, beaver. i was just waiting for one person to say that looks sweet i would love that and just out of humor's sake i'd probably spend 160 dollars on a hat just yeah. to make somebody laugh Twice that a year. One, I'll tell you, yeah. <laughs> That's what kind of person I am. I'll make somebody laugh for two times a year for $160. <laughs> Dude, if that skunk would have fit you, I'd have told like, you to get that. I was, that was cool. Sam, I was like, imagine me being up camp wearing this. You'd listen to every single word. <laughs> if you didn't know me, you'd listen to every single word I had to say. It's just the mountain man. Yeah. I Those killed this with my sweet. bare hands. You, you weren't They're with so us so later on. Did you see the pelts back in the very far back room? There were a lot of pelts that were a lot cheaper. They were like thirty well, bucks. There were some that were cheap because they messed them up. Yeah, yeah they but still. they butchered the the fur on them. Yeah. Real Did bad. you see? Or they shot oh them my up goodness. pretty good. The know. silver they, fox. The silver fox were really. Oh, we should have bought one for cool, Russ, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't think about it at the time because they had a silver fox pillow. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, I, it, it's cool. A, it's a pillow. There's yeah. an eye, not a pillow. Yeah, call what one. Anyway, <laughs> there's uh, I was distracted though by the chinchilla fur. Do they have it? Dude, they had <laughs> they had a bunch of they chinchilla had stuff, so much chinchillas. That is the softest thing on this planet. I'd feel weird buying something like that. Not not I the hat. Care. The hat I was we buying had it as a pet. I'm saying like I, I'd feel weird buying like just a, a pelt because what am I gonna do with it? Just hang it up like. Oh yeah, this is something that I bought. You know, I'd rather kill it and then have it. They were tanned. You can I'd do cuddle. stuff with them. You know? I'd cuddle with it every day. Like that was the softest. I'd rather thing have ever. something that I I actually killed myself and then, tanned yeah, than tan something it. that I bought off somebody that you know. Right. I could kill oh, it like this. and yeah, then get it tanned it, for less money. There's no yeah, hunting season but, yeah. for chinchillas though. <laughs> yeah. uh, we had one in the basement. For we a while. did have we took one. It down. Yeah, <laughs> plenty of opportunities. They are they are pretty soft though. I mean, pretty cool. No, the one uh, porcupine, albino porcupine. I've never cool. seen one. Mm-hmm. Full body mount. That was wow, awesome. Was that sweet? That was over in the uh, in the, the outfitter's room. Remember the unicorn? Yeah, there was a unicorn. I was looking at this unicorn for like dude. five minutes, hung over today, and this dude like that <laughs> was at the booth next to it, kept looking at me. He's probably thinking like. Does this asshole think this is real? You know, <laughs> it was a donkey with like some kind of African uh, horn or antler on its head. Probably a horn, And it had like yeah. blue eyes. It was sweet. But I'm just staring at it. I'm like, 
is this an actual animal? <laughs> how, about the, how about the rabbits with the antlers fighting? Oh, dude, they're jackalopes. Uh-huh. Jackalopes. Jackalopes, yeah. man. Yeah, they had a little scene with two jackalopes fighting. That was cool. I took a picture of that, and too. I couldn't remember the name of them, but that was yeah, really jackalope. cool. I just have to say, that outfitter room is freaking ridiculous. There's dude. too many. There must have been 700 outfitters in there. Minimum. Minimum. I and mean, it was... They're stacked on top of each other. It was really cool to begin, you know, going through there. And then, literally, it got to the point... Well, at this point, too... We had done so much walking. We were all crushed, like knees, feet, feet mm-hmm. ache, so lower backs. I haven't done this much walking in that much pain since, like, Washington, D.C. That's what I would, re- <laughs> yeah. you know, that's how much you walk. Like, that's how you can yeah, kind of compare it. Yeah, if you ever go to the show, bring tennis shoes. Yeah. I should rock some Crocs today. Dress comfortably by the feet and, mm-hmm. and wear thick socks because you walk a lot. But we were just tired, and, you know, every aisle just... For, there's too much, too much going on and too much of the same stuff. Every aisle you went down, it was like, okay, a bunch of high fence deer, you know. They weren't all high fence deer. I know, there was a couple know, of them that, that were high fence were operation, but there, there were giant okay. deer everywhere, giant, giant elk deer. everywhere. Yep. Giant deer, yep. giant elk, African animals, sweet, taxidermy place. Sweet taxidermy. There was a couple really nice taxidermy places. Wow. Dude, that one mountain lion. Oh, my gosh. And there's that wolves. Whole, that whole booth The right wolves there. and the mountain lion. That one was, I wish I would have got their name. Phenom. We'll grab it tomorrow. That was the best taxidermy work I have ever seen in my life. Yeah. And Marcus so, said, like, dude, I'm looking in the eyes of that wolf just waiting for it to terrified. jump and tear me apart. <laughs> two wolves are just staring at me. They like, oh, brought so those hard. animals back to life. They were crazy yeah. looking, man. Every dog there probably barked at that thing <laughs> yeah. for an hour. I did play with a couple dogs today. Yeah. yeah. I dogs. pet a couple of them. Golden Retriever or, to bring or dog Golden in Lab there. or whatever it was. And then um, Chocolate Lab. Chocolate Lab. I was talking to Game Commissioner about training my Chocolate Lab and mm-hmm. to being a bird dog. He said he's real good with pheasants and stuff. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know. And but, then we, we got down to the end. Went over and talked to Les Johnson over at Predator Quest. Shout out to yeah. that guy. The legend. He, he is a freaking legend, he man. Is, honestly, like he signed my Ruffy Dog Junior, which I'm excited about. Got yeah. a little hoodie off of him. You got a badass hoodie. You're yeah, wearing he's got right badass now. hoodies, man. That I guy didn't realize, I the I didn't realize how how nice those Black hoodies are. One. Oh, super nice. The man. more I look at it, the more I like it. He's got a couple of them over there. That and it was cheap. Twenty yeah, bucks, I, man. I stuff is so cheap. Twenty bucks. Twenty bucks, dude. Twenty. They're so cheap. Mm-hmm. And it's nice. Good quality. Oh yeah, I love this thing. Yeah, I'm jealous nice. right now. Yeah, I love that dude. Really they want us to go yeah, on. I feel like you should have told us about that when we were there. My bad. We'll go tomorrow. Well, <laughs> I was so distracted by the guy that that kept calling him the legend. I was kind of being. He was even an outfitter there, and he kept like he bumped right in front of you, and like I was like talking to Les, and he walked right in front of me and just started talking to him. I was dude, like, what how the rude! Hell? Like, and he's you know he starts talking over top of you, basically just butted us right out of the booth. And then next thing you know, he leaves and he comes back with a kid. And now he wants pictures with him. And he's like, he's calling him the legend. He didn't even know his name. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, dude, what? It's it's frustrating. Yeah. But he is a legend, though. That guy yeah. lays the hammer down on freaking Kaios. He man. started grabbing a couple calls and started throwing some calls out there. Yep. Wow. Yeah. His read mouth read call for his Kaios. That diaphragm how? Diaphragm. Dude. Wow. Unbelievable. And they say, if you can blow a turkey call, you can do it. I'm like, well, I'm not good at blowing a turkey <laughs> call, but I can do it. Yep. I, you know, I'm not terrible, but I bet you I could make a coyote howl out of it. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So I was looking. How much were those? Do you know? Ten dollars. <sighs> See, that's a bitch. That's I'd a almost bitch. want one even for bit. turkey season. Just get a shot gobble from that. Yeah, it's a bit much, but I'm pretty good with my mouth without one too. Weirdo. You want me to do it? <laughs> I'm just kidding. That'd be <laughs> really loud. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was actually pretty good, too. That's uh-huh. what I mean. <laughs> but it wasn't as good as the, the mouth call. No, nah, I think either. it was incredible. But I, I would, I want to, I was talking to Anthony today about it. And like, let's get out on some Sundays and go hunt some coyotes. Yeah, I yeah. got a guy that um, I met at Superbrew. I feel bad. He's been asking me the past couple weekends. I couldn't last weekend. Then he asked me on Thursday to come out this weekend. And I was like, man, I can't. Yeah. You know, but I'm going to take him out. He wants to go shoot some coyotes. He got, he just moved up here. He's got some property that he can Mm -hmm. hunt and there's a bunch of coyotes out there. I told him I'd take him out. uh, Well, let's go. I didn't really mention this, but I I mean, my dad pulled a camera that I had bacon since, uh, since gun season. He pulled it for me the other day and I had a ton of yotes on it. Let's go shoot him, dude. I had some bucks with like little dinks. Still with their antlers, like, just recently. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they still haven't lost all of them yet. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm waiting until the end of the month to start shed hunting and stuff, I'm, which mm-hmm. I'm pretty excited about. I'm just excited to get back out in the woods and start walking around again. Yeah. A ton of yotes, ton sauce. of uh, birds, too. Mm-hmm. Man, I had this one picture. Turkey it had turks. probably 14 turkey in the in the frame at the same time. Decent. Yeah, it was awesome. Decent. Yeah. And the whole t- I'm, I'm zooming in on every one trying to find a beard, but it's looking good for this year. Yeah, hopefully. man. You know, yeah. also, you got a pretty sweet knife, man. I did get a pretty sweet knife. I think, I don't want to say it's wrong, but it was, just to get you close enough, it was like triple C uh, knives or something like that. But I remember it was triple C's, that three C's on it. But It just feels good in your hand. It's heavy. Yeah, it has a real good weight to it. Really good weight to yeah. it. I, I love knives to the point where it's just not it's healthy anymore. It is weird. <laughs> it's not but, healthy anymore. Dude, it's weird. I was trying I to find a knife what he does with the all. whole time. Like, I'm trying to find a knife, and it's like... Anything with any kind of quality was three hundred dollars. Yeah, and I go down to this mm-hmm. one. It's the last place I saw it, and I it just caught out of the corner of my eye. I turn around, I went over there, I start talking to you, super cool, you know, older gentleman, and he's showing me all the different ones, and I'm just like, I want to get something different, you know, because and I end up getting something different, and he he cut off like ten bucks for me, you know, he made it work, but. Mm-hmm. Got it for eighty bucks. It was an elk antler knife, a little smaller. It's like a skinning knife, but yeah, it is, it is sweet. Yeah, and he small. he goes to me. He's like, I don't sharpen them until I sell them. Beautiful. And he pulled it out. I bought it. He grabbed it. He put it through all these different sharpening mechanisms. I've never really seen anybody use that type of thing. But he sharpened it up real nice for me. Sold it. Cool guy. That's because he doesn't want anybody to cut their hand off yeah. when they're playing with them. <laughs> Probably a good idea. Yeah. And they put a nice little knife yard on it, too. And then it's yeah. got a really nice sheath for it, too. Yeah, Real nice sweet. quality leather sheath. When you go to a place like that, you get, like, the, everything just oh, yeah. handcrafted, beautiful stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah I'm bucks, excited to I'll go back it. tomorrow, man. Yeah. Check a couple more things out. I want to go hit that outfitter room again early. Just kind of check it out and bum through there again. And yeah, then I want to go check out a couple more products. It was really stuff. busy. And, and, man, it was overwhelming. Like I said, I wish they would kind of dial it back or spread them out more or something. Maybe do like a whole section of all deer hunting, a whole section of all exotic hunting, whole section of all, you know, predator hunting, mm-hmm. whatever. Something just that, so you're not going through like the same rotation of this yeah. is an Illinois outfitter. This is a Maine Quebec, bear hunter. This is Maine yeah. bear. This is Alaska. This, you know, we go through the same stuff over and over again. 
you're kind of walking through and I don't know. It's kind of weird, but we did find a couple things we were interested in. The yeah, one, the one I wanted to talk about, dude. Dude. It just it looked so freaking cool, man. I forget what the name of it was. What was the Hog name? Hog Swat. Hog Swat, man. They had <laughs> yeah. a freaking dune buggy in here. <coughs> yes. With guns mounted to it. And with they're drums like, on them. With drum magazines yeah. and that like That was a shotgun. The front one was a what? shotgun. The front one was a shotgun with a drum magazine, and that's for whenever they get real close, they run right up Lights to the pigs and, and you just blow them away with a shotgun. On. That was sweet. <laughs> you get the hunt hogs. The top two were what? ARs, ARs. with drum mags and suppressors. And oh, suppressors so you didn't deafen the people underneath you. Yeah, yeah Dude. it was pretty wild. And they were yeah. on arm mounts. That was so cool. That would be. That was a really good price, too. I think it was 500, 500 bucks, bucks per person yeah. for a whole night. And you go down and kill as many hogs as you can. Yeah. Our guy was uh, All you 500 bring. for three, right? Yeah. Yeah, I th- I don't know if that was three nights or not, I that's but I don't remember if there was an actual night qualification there. I think it was we five, were, same as that guy, 500 for a night. I thought it was, I think too, because when he was actually explaining it, he was like, yeah, we go out for one whole night, mm-hmm. one full night. And he's like, you literally bring nothing but coolers. Yeah. Bring as many big coolers as you can, and we are going to fill them up with hog meat. And what so, we yeah. can't fill up with hog meat, we're going to donate. He's like, but I want you boys to come out here, and you're going to kill us some hogs. Well, he was yeah. doing it a little bit different, too. He had the thermal sights. Yes. Yeah, there's flare sights. I think sights. the other They're guys did, too. Both Ten had grand, ther- man. They, yeah, they both had thermal sights. Ten grand for one sight, man. That well, he said he had $100,000 yeah. into... Eight guns. Eight, eight guns. Eight guns. Yeah. <laughs> so wow. wild, man. Yeah. I was telling for a lot, I was like, you know, I don't like doing stuff like that, paying that much money when it would feel better to do it on your own, but... There's certain hunts like that that you cannot do on your own. You know, you can't just go out and be like, oh, you know. I'm going to get a dune buggy and get And hunt hogs at night. They have so much invested in that you almost have to go somebody like that and just, you know, splurge a little bit. Have have some fun with it. Well, plus, if you do it yourself, you're still looking at, with lodging and everything, you know, two, three hundred bucks probably to do it all. You got tags, probably more than that with lodging, four hundred bucks. Then you got to get food. You know, to do it yourself and try to go down there and be successful and hunt them in the daylight, that's not easy. I wasn't really talking no. exactly about hog. I'm talking about like just hunting, you know, in general, yeah. going on hunts. But to compare yeah. that one to doing it yourself and trying to do it, yeah, you can't. No, you can't get that experience doing it yourself. We don't have we don't have ten thousand dollar night vision scopes. Exactly. Who doesn't want to ride around in a doom buggy? Yeah, I do. I do. Or a blacked out van, and they they have. Uh, thermal surveillance 360 thermal surveillance and they have a thermal drone that identifies the hogs and it it helps recover them and everything and then you just drive up they set you up on a tripod um that was hog assault there was, hog there was assault, a different one yeah he's the one that drives up with the van and they get you out put you on a tripod and you get your your scope on them and you so just blast about, them about 300 yards you got to shoot and you just shoot it up <laughs> yeah. yeah he's like i get you real close now there ain't nothing like getting in within 50 yards of that pig. Kill some hogs. all right now right, we're gonna no put joke. you on the tripod and they got about 300 yards of open woods so you just keep on shooting so that's a lot of time we're gonna put some hogs down boys you got a 30 round magazine you like know? i want these pigs dead now you hear <laughs> my favorite part of that when he was talking he was almost done with a spiel and he's like when I turn on my my 
oh, what was it? My thermal. He's like, I expect to see stuff dead everywhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that was the drone, I think he was talking yeah, about. Yeah, probably. Dude, so cool. <laughs> it was a cool guy. Yeah, it was funny. I think both of those guys were really cool. I, I would do either or. Yeah. I do like the fact of the dune buggy better, obviously. That would yeah. be. It's a freaking dune buggy, dude. Dude. Riding around, shooting stuff mm. in a dune buggy. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I seen cool. a guy one time on YouTube. He had a helicopter. He shot one out of a helicopter with a bow. Oh, like, yeah, oh, man. Oh, my Lord. Ew. That'd yeah. be weird. They were, like, low. Like, they literally, they got to, like, ground surface oh, yeah. the helicopter, so they, like, and they're flying still. next to this How thing. How cool would that be? And he smacked them with a bow, like... Well, I've seen that heli hog in a couple of times, and they yeah. usually use those ARs that are shotguns, yeah. and they pretty pretty wild. But <laughs> I know, I'd like to shoot some pigs. I think that'd be fun. That would be a good trip. Yeah. yeah. There was a couple other trips, but it's tough, man. You don't know who's telling the truth, who's exactly. not, how much people are just kind of exaggerating. Well, how what good you have to do is. what you have to do is you have to ask them for references. Yeah. And you got to call those people and ask them and be like, "Hey, how was it really?" Yeah. yeah. You got to vet everybody. And I went and talked to um, that bear guide that Sam went with. Yeah. I was talking to him for a while, and he was showing us some pictures of the bears and stuff up there. And his shed where he keeps all of his bear bait and stuff. Mm-hmm. Dude, a bear, a sow, and two cubs literally tore through the side of his garage. Hmm. He was showing me pictures of it. Just ripped a hole in the side of his garage through the siding and then through everything else. And went in and just tore it up in there, man. Like Sam said they were the real deal up there in yeah. Maine pretty crazy he said he would do that again that was a really cool trip yeah that was uh 1950 dollars for one of those yeah, hunts i think canada, it was like six days or something super cheap My okay one in canada i think it's 500 bucks <laughs> so what 500 bucks for a bear hunt really yeah i think there was, was a couple like there was one was, outfitter yeah. from quebec that we stopped at today his prices were very good um and he was cool the booth the they, they were cool yeah, there was a wolf hunt for seven days. They lodge you for seven days. You can bring your own food, or you pay $250 a person for food. Mm. Or you just bring all your food up. Now, they were really cool about it. They're like, you bring up your own quads. You can ride with us. You know, we're going to take you out. You know, but the conditions have to be right for a wolf. Shoot as many wolves as you want. You just let them lie. And uh, we collect them all up for you. You know, if you want, what he said is you can take one across the border with mm-hmm. you and then he said you know i'll bring him back the rest of them say you shoot five he's like i'll bring the other four to the show next year you guys just come down and pick them up yep you know which was pretty cool but he was offering you know you guys come down in the spring you can kill some bears the bear hunt in the spring was pretty reasonable too i think it was only like 1350 dollars that that's for bad. a seven day stay you know and you go out and you hunt bears and he's like, we got tons of bears. This guy was from the U.S. that was, you know, really talking up the bears. And he went up there and hunted them. They did have a lot of pictures of bears in their books. That's the only thing. He was talking about the the wolves and everything. And I'm looking through his book and I, I see like two wolf pictures in the whole thing. It's like, if you're going to sell me on it, give me more information. Yeah, like, and just yeah, this, good you pictures, know. like up to date yeah, pictures. Yeah, like multiple nice. pictures, like the one that looked like it was That know, scared me. And I was just like, but, man, this might not be a heck of a thing they do all the yeah. time, you know? But yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if I'd be interested in the wolf hunt. There, oh, dude, I'd shoot a wolf. Oh, no, no, no. I mount. I would love to shoot a wolf. <laughs> Full bad. wolf mount breaking up my girlfriend. Yeah. Sorry about it. <laughs> yeah, dude. Full wolf mount coming at you. <laughs> like right at the doorway, something like super intimidating. Put it right over my fireplace, man. Yeah. 
You can't That'd be really so do that. cool with mounts because <laughs> yeah. it'll dry them out. Oh, that's true. Well, yeah, I don't ever really have fires in my fireplace. <laughs> yeah, you'd never have a fire again. Sometimes. Kind of a wolf. You're not if I have a wolf above it. Yeah. But That'd no, what I meant was like the way they do it. They basically wait till they have a whole bunch of wet snow on the ground and they bait them with like dead deer or they whatever. Put a dead deer in a tent with a heater. But no, you sit in the tent. <laughs> I, thought, I thought they put it. No, in no, the, no, no, no. I thought that's what he was getting at. No, like he you. was heating it up to help, help mm-hmm. like the stench. No, he shit. said you sit in a tent with a heater. Basically, you just st- oh, okay, sit in a stand okay. with a heater. He's like, you can't hunt out there without a heater. So it gets down to negative twenty degrees. He's like, if you don't have a heater, you're not out there hunting. Yeah. Then they say something about dragging dead deer out there or something. They do. They find yeah, they the get dead deer beam. and they'll drag them out and they'll throw them out and then they'll set you up in the tent and yeah, okay. you know you'll sit in there with the heater and basically just wait for the wolf to come yeah. in and shoot it. So, I'm sure it's a super difficult that, animal to kill. Yeah, that so type smart. of hunting, I don't know if it interests me, but the bears, like, yeah, sure, you're still hunting bears over bait, too. I get yeah. that, but the bear hunting sounded like the better way to go with them. And they even said, you know, you guys come up in the summer, no no cost. Yep. Come up, hang out with us, see what it's like. You know, if you want to come back in the spring, you can book spring hunts. We can come up here, you can hunt bears. You know, it's seven days with lodging for like thirteen hundred bucks. Yeah, that sounded pretty cool, man. I don't know. I think just even if we went up there and didn't kill anything, it'd be a really great experience. But, oh, I think so. You know, even, they were saying certain times of year, the 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 rates like seventy five percent success rate. That's pretty wild. Mm hmm. That's pretty wild. But well, yeah, I don't know. It's neat. I suggest anybody that's in this area, anybody anywhere near. Harrisburg within driving distance, man. You got to get out to this show. Check it out. Check it out yourself. Even if you don't buy anything, just it's it's a cool. It's experience. an experience. Yeah, yeah. they got yeah. good food. You know, they have a concert which we ended up making because they sold, sold out. out. Sold out. Which I told you guys about. That's something. I could have went without my going feet to the concert. I don't think any one of us regrets not going to that concert yeah, after walking around all day. I stayed at a concert for that long. Yeah, that would have been interesting. On. Would have been an awesome concert, though. Yeah. But we're going to go back tomorrow. Tomorrow's the last day. It's going to be Sunday, mm-hmm. the 10th. It's going to be the last day of the show. We're going to head back with uh, any purchase of a ticket for one day. You get free re-entry for yep. Sunday. So yep. we're going to go back for at least a couple hours, maybe. Check out some stuff that we missed. It's funny to think we were there for like nine hours, and we didn't cover it all. I felt like we were there for nine hours I today. I can't believe how much energy them guys have. Yeah, they've with, been doing it for nine days. With yeah, they they should be burned out by now, and they're trying to sell you on everything. They're you yeah, know, they're still cool. They're not. Nobody gave you any kind of attitude. Cool guys yeah. all around. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. neat. Yeah, really neat to see everything. I I don't regret coming out here, and I'm really pumped that we got the group to do it. Absolutely, absolutely. And we did get to record our podcast, so that's cool. True, true. We uh, brought the stuff all the way out here to Harrisburg. To sit down in our hotel room while everyone's probably <laughs> sleeping next door. Sam's out at the casino right now. Oh, my god! I did get word back from him. He must have taken an Uber or something. He just disappeared <laughs> knows, on us. Who knows? He's like, he, he told me at dinner, he's like, listen, I'm going to roll that roulette wheel. I really want to. I'm like, dude, that's cool. I'll bring you. you he, know, wants to, he wants to go on a hunt tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's going to set up a hunt like, tomorrow. I'm trying to win my New Zealand hunt. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah. Yeah, that was cool. All right, well, let's wrap it up. Yeah, man. Let's do it. I don't know what else to say. This was this was a fun little episode. Yeah, it's late. I'm to tired. recap, if anybody has any questions on any of the products that we reviewed, um, you know, hit us up. Hit Send us, us up an on email. Facebook or 
email or Instagram, Instagram anywhere. Anywhere you can find us. All at the White Tail Distraction Podcast. Let us know what you think. All right, kids. Anything else? No. The distraction's real. The distraction's real. The distraction is real. Let's go. From antelope in the western plains to the white tails of the Midwest and giant black bears in Canada, watch 100% bow hunting action on Respect the Game, Tuesdays at 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.